he was spot on with something he said, so I have more questions in case you run out of other listeners. <laughs> no, we, don't run, we never run out of stuff. Adam told something about mother trauma regarding my skin issue. The thing is that I'm convinced that there is a big mother trauma running in my family for so many generations, which would be the best way, uh, which would be the best way to redeem it and prevent it from passing on to my children. So he's thinking he has mom traumas going on. How can he resolve that and not pass it on to his kids? Learn mind hacking would be the best way because then you will know the specific incident and then people say, well, with mind hacking, then what do you do once you find it? You ask the body what to do about it. Otherwise, the therapist has an opinion. He's been trained in a certain school, the Freudian, the Jungian, the functional medicine, whatever. It's his idea. But it's your body, and your body knows the answer. What mind hacking does, it's basically a detective system that tells you what to do because you know what to do. But usually we blind ourselves from what we do and we do the wrong thing, often the exact opposite what we should do. Now, if you don't learn mind hacking and you don't, it's really easy to learn. But if you don't, yawning and stretching and relaxing breaks the connection. Once you open your mouth and pass gas, <laughs> either north end, south end, whatever, once you release that, you'll feel the pressure off. The pressure is in our body at 14.7 pounds per square inch around us. Now, guess what? If I blow up a balloon, it only takes one pound per square inch to do that, not 14 pounds. So we're under 14 more pounds than blowing up a balloon. You think that's not going to give you a heart attack or a, sure. or a liver problem or whatever? So what you want to do is release it. And how do you release it? Open your mouth and yawn and yawn, stretch. stretch. Yawn and stretch. It even can cure paralysis by yawning, simple yawning. So you break connection for generations upon generations once you do that. Even backwards, you break it into past generations. There is no past and future, but people tell you that you can't do anything for your dead relatives. The Chinese knew you could. Other religions knew you could. I believe the Japanese had a religion that believed that. And you can't. Because sure. you know there's no time. There's no time. And you can just resolve there's only time You can just resolve past issues just by resolving them, you know have the conversation over again with the person that you screwed up, and it's gone. It's just gone. Once you do that, then you check with muscle testing to make sure. Easy, and you keep easy. doing it. You keep having that conversation until the muscle holds. Yep. That's where muscle response testing, it doesn't do much to test for nutrition and things like that. But to test whether you have a trauma or not. Excellent. It either weakens you or strengthens you. And even the military and the Texas Highway Patrol and most police forces use it under the name of control techniques. Control. But it's really, ooh, ooh, all of that stuff. <laughs> Another part of this email. Regarding traumas, uh, what does Adam think about the bio-codification approach from the works of Dr. Hammer? I've never seen that word before. You know, you know, Dr. Hammer and uh, um, Chairman New Medicine. Do you know biocodification? 
I, I'm not a fan of Dr. Hammer, but I do think he was on the right track about the traumas. I just think he went about it the wrong way. And of course, I'm I'm a rival uh, uh, organization, I suppose. So I guess I can think that way. But you, what I like about mind hacking is you can find the specific trauma. Otherwise, it's a therapist that has a book, right, where you look up, this means that, this means that, because Dr. Hammer says so. My technique says, you say so. I said, I'm not saying this. Your body's telling you. Uh, oh, you have a mother trauma. Uh, I don't have a mother trauma. How can you say that? Because your body just said it. Every time you say mother, your right foot jumps. <laughs> so it's not me saying it. Actually, you may be thinking of somebody else. Hammer, and I understand, in, uh, Adam, that he was looking at brain scans, not just coming up with these correlations out of the blue. He looked at brain scans. Okay, uh, but his brain scan, scan, does it tell you what to do with it? Or do you have to go to Dr. Hammer to find out what to do with it? With mind hacking, you no, tell yeah, I don't. So the brain can't, scan can't talk, it's mute. <laughs> yeah, they. I think he did, he figured out that the brain scan showed, that's how he determined that the person created the trauma by their reaction to what, whatever, right? You know, they had a traumatic thing. And I guess there's all different ways that these people kind of dig in and talk to people and uncover the trauma and then release it that way. But, you know. Yeah, as long as they do it. The thing is, you do it, but your body tells sure. you exactly what to do. Yeah. The, 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 uh, any type of trauma doesn't need a brain scan because we're made out of an entire body. Okay, say, see this? This is... this. Uh, Whoops, wrong one. <laughs> this is the trauma. <laughs> I'm looking at my right. face in the mirror here. Uh, the mole is a trauma. I haven't figured out what it's caused. As long as that's there, it's a trauma. If I cut it out, I haven't solved the trauma you haven't no. because I've done it unnaturally. If I do it with my mind, and believe me, I've had moles before and they've gone away just like that when I find the trauma. That's how you tell. So you don't need to look inside the brain and do a CAT scan and get all that extra radiation in your body. All you have to do is, I stub my toe and it's bleeding. Okay, there's your, your lesion right there. Why did you do that? Because it's, there are no accidents. Accidents is, Axie comes from stars, a very well-planned, event from the stars we don't do anything we're not in a car accident by chance they want to tell you everything is by accident and by chance you are nothing but a product of uh, accident that sperm happened to hit this random ovum and everything just took off and all of this has no plan to it whatsoever that's just not true if you mind hack into people's minds, you'll find a very well plan and you'll go to the source of the plan and find out exactly how to resolve the plan. Indeed. Yeah, I think accidents should be stricken from the dictionary. They should just rub that word out, right? Just, just, just rub that one. Yeah. Or give its correct definition that it's a very well planned event. Yeah. Is, that, is that the definition? Yeah, there's no accidents. I, I've done that. How many times have you seen people watch like Letterman and some of these shows at night? The actress is on there. I broke up with my husband and then I, I, I broke my leg in a car accident the day after. 
how many times does that happen? It's not an accident. It's a, it's a who's the matter with them, and it causes you. I separated from my fourth wife, and I went over the handlebar of the bicycle, and I was road rash and blood and gravel stuck in me from toe to the top of the head, right to the, the temple, on the right side only. I'm standing in the middle of this and blood and garbage that I spilled all over and looking at the left side trying to find any kind of cut or anything there was nothing but the other side of my body it took me over a year to recover from all the damage I'd done to the right side of my body because my wife was a woman <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that's good I'm, I'm unique these days aren't yeah. I I guess right. you just you're such a radical marrying a girl you know um, yeah holy cow holy cow oh you Bible. Okay. I like them. Good morning. Uh, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Cindy. Hey, uh, Patrick and Adam. I had a aneurysm the end of June, and it was diagnosed as a aneurysm basalier artery subactroid. Okay, I was in the hospital for 11 days. They did a coiling. And... Um, they did an angiogram, and they want to do another one, and I've been doing some research on it, and, of course, I've been going to, like, Duke and Mayo and the top places, and they all are doing them, but I'm just wondering if I really need to have that done again. I'm, I'm really not wanting to have it done, and I don't know if you know anything about this. You know... Most of those things resolve by themselves, but I can't give medical advice or tell you what I know. to do because I know. either thing that we do in life, it's kind of playing the odds. And, and mm -hmm. you, you never know one person's fate might be different than the other. Mine, uh, I'm a minimalist, so I don't go for those type of tests. Even when they tell me you have it, like... I, I right now have a hernia. I've had it for two years. They say you can only have an inguinal hernia for so much time. And I don't want to brag about it, but uh, it's still there. And I don't have mesh or anything like that. But I would not recommend someone else don't go get the mesh and go get medical treatment because you could get a strangulated uh, yeah. colon. You could get a whole bunch of things like that. I'm just a minimalist, so I figure I, I know more about my own body than they do with all their tests, which are often incorrect. But I, I, I would never advise another person on what to do, whether to get that test. Yeah, because I would it's, say it's really personal, right? And learn it, some yeah. muscle testing, yeah. mind hacking, whatever, and learn all you can about your body yourself, meditation, whatever, because you have the answers more than they do. And find yes. out who's the matter. Why did you have the aneurysm in the first place? I'd like to understand more just for fun. I don't do medical advice either, Cindy. But what, what do they want to do more uh, to this? So what they did, um, they did this angiogram. They right. went, well, first of all, they tried to go into my wrist and they messed, actually, they messed, messed up my arm. It's still not right. And then they went through my groin and that's still not right. And they go up an artery all the way to my brain and they put in these metal coils um, around the aneurysm that was bleeding. I had an intense headache. Mm. Uh, I mean, like I've never had. Mm. I, I knew 
something big was happening. Huh. And um, so now when I went to my follow-up appointment, I didn't even see the doctor. I saw a PA, and she goes, you're going to have to have another one of those. And I said, no, I'm not. I, I don't want to have it. And um, she goes, well, you have to. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, there is, my body is just saying no, yeah. okay? It's tough when you get put in that position because you can get frightened, right? What could happen if you don't do it and and the whole thing. Wow. Mm. Well, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle because... Uh, with that a lot. And, and believe me, I have friends and relatives that have gone in for those type of tests and have not survived. Wow. Right, and so. that's exactly where I'm coming from, too. I told them, I said, when you go in there, something could happen. They have to put me under. I so my body is just saying no, no, no. And another thing I wanted to quick ask you, they in insisted I take an aspirin every day, 325 milligrams when I got out of the hospital. Of course, I was in the hospital taking all this stuff and because um, they're putting it into an IV drip, which I didn't know. And I will not take the aspirin. And um, my my family's just going berserk over that. My husband and my kids and my sisters, you know. Sure. But anyways, I haven't taken the aspirin. No, aspirin. I don't uh, think Adam, you have an aspirin deficiency. Yeah, Adam is not big on aspirin. He said so many times. I took my last one in '58. <laughs> now, what they're recommending, the the medical model, and Adam, is that they want people to take aspirin because it thins the blood, and they. They are arguing in their model, right or wrong, that with a thinner blood, the aneurysm is not going to happen. Right? Is that what they're saying, Adam? That's what they're trying to. That's what they're trying to tell her. Correct. You can thin your blood with uh, with aspirin-like uh, chemicals in the body. I, I mean, in food. Uh, Almond has it in, hmm. and okay. a uh, uh, ginger is so rich in mm. aspirin-like substances that a Harvard doctor thought he had a blood disease. It thins your blood more than aspirin. So okay. the trouble is, if you take an aspirin and then you go to a Chinese restaurant and load in ginger, you could have the oozing type of stroke instead of the blockage type. It's less common, but uh, if you were a Ray Pete follower and took aspirin, now Ray Pete wouldn't have taken ginger ever, I don't think. But say mm -hmm. you didn't know that and you took ginger combined with aspirin and got triple the dose of the aspirin, you could be dead. So under this model that she's working with, with doctors, they're saying that the blood got too thick that's what caused a, a brain aneurysm. Is that right, Cindy? That's what they call No, 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 but they are just saying, I said, you know, I say, why do I have to take this aspirin? Right. I said, I don't take aspirin. And um, I said, well, then why do I have to take 325? Why can't I take 81? She goes, you have to take 325 because you have to have your blood thin. Because... Um, they really don't give me an answer now that you're saying that. It's more like for my, they say it, you have to do it for your health. Well, this is what they call, Cindy, a standard of care. So they get told exactly what they're supposed to do for each situation. And, you know, in their defense, which they, if they don't do the standard of care, they get their license taken away or, 
you know. So this is all they can do, you know. Um, the, the, the model so screwed up. I just don't understand. Maybe Adam, you can help explain what. Is it, wouldn't an aneurysm mean being a weak uh, veins or arteries, and that's what caused the aneurysm, not the thick blood? Or what's your opinion, Adam? Eating, eating whole foods would start to repair that. Really? Because when you eat whole foods, and also most aneurysms, heart problems are low thyroid. So I'd check into your thyroid and... Uh, in a situation like yours, I might take progesterone, uh, a pregnenolone, and uh, a tiny bit of DHA, EA, and things of that nature rather than uh, those kind of things. Because most heart attacks and a lot of other diseases are actually processes of the thyroid going amok. And you can even increase the thyroid by taking oranges. It's not the vitamin C in orange. It's not the bioflavonoids. Who knows what it is in the orange? Maybe it's the sugar in it. But oranges actually adjust your thyroid. It did for me. I had edema and a list of traumas I've listed before on Patrick's show uh, quite a few times. So I won't go into it again. But uh, you'd be surprised what whole food can do to repair the body. Uh, what and kind when, of food when I eat you, were you eating before this was happening? Are oh, you before this. Restaurants or? No, no, I was eating good. In fact, since I've been home from the hospital, my diet's totally different. I have been craving sugar and carbohydrates like crazy. Mm. And before and I was... not to take sugar? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is before this happened, I was eating pretty good. I was eating... Um, I was doing the intermittent diet. So I would eat like for four hours and basically meat and eggs and maybe a little veggies hmm. and um i would have my chocolate every day too though 95 percent cacao um but now i'm not eating like that it's like my body has gone into some kind of trauma or shock or whatever and i'm wanting carbs yeah so what what do they want to go in and do this process again they want to do it in october and then they said they'll probably have to do it again, like six. And I'm just thinking, mm, hmm. I, I don't like. Yeah. It's like what Adam was saying. That's how I feel. It's like I think the cons outweigh the pros, and I think because my thinking is such that I'm not feeling good about it, that something could happen to me um, when they're doing this process. Well, I think you're on the right track, you know, as, as Adam said, you know, everybody has different, he used the term fate, and I would say karma, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's no way that anybody can figure that out for Cindy, right? This yeah. is between you and God, uh, so <laughs> I would talk to Big G about this one, and really yeah. think about it, and be very clear about your questions, and you'll get answers, and then I think you got to go with that, uh, I, it's hard to imagine if you don't feel good about something and going ahead and doing it. You know, that's, right, that's I agree. not good yeah. either, right? I mean, that's not good right. either. And it's, but it's tricky, yeah. Tricky. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. The disturbing part is that you've already said you have problems with the arm and the groin where they did these processes? Yes, yes. See, that, that disturbs me because... Why wouldn't that happen again? And, and I've seen innocent tests 
backfire. Uh, I've been around for 82 revolutions around the sun, whatever, uh, for a long time now. And I've seen a lot of people leave under medical care. I've seen a lot more people. Uh, you know, COVID didn't kill people. The hospitals did with their treatments. Right. Yeah. They gave them Tylenol, which is a lot worse than an aspirin. They gave them uh, all kinds of respiration, pure oxygen, things that kill. So it makes me nervous in hospitals. At least get a second opinion. Uh, that might be a good, a good place to start. Before she goes, I still like. I still don't quite get. It. I'm a little slow on the draw, Cindy. So, so please give me some leeway here. The aneurysm process. In your opinion, Adam, what, what, is it a weak? artery or vein that causes the the thing to, to pop like this? What Do we know? It, yes. It, it is that, plus it's the pressure. They don't tell you about the pressure. Remember I said uh. we're under 14.7 uh, pounds per square inch, and a balloon takes one pound per inch? That means inside our body, we have tremendous pressure differentiations. And if you have a, uh, like, if I take... <clears throat> Uh, baking soda and this has happened arm and hammer was sued for people's stomach exploding now stomach mm. is very strong very strong lining and yet that extra pressure caused it to explode so you had to be under some kind of trauma or stress psychological physiological whatever pain bills whatever it is to have that happen in the first place uh -huh. and then there had to be something in your dietary program that was missing to cause a weakness in that area they just don't happen by themselves so, did you have a lot of uh, traumatic or stressful stuff leading up to this cindy well i mean did you well nothing traumatic but i would right. say i am under stress um, um, in my family, oh, yeah. um, family situation. Yeah. Pretty is it on a scale of one to ten? What would, what would you give it? Ten being the most stressful. Oh no, I wouldn't say it was a ten. I would say it was probably just a five. You know, five, medium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In general, is your high blood is your blood pressure normal, high, low? It's what they would consider high. Um, I've actually asked that question to Dr. Daniels and to Dr. Cowan. I'm a member of his site, and they say it's fine. Okay. Um, and by fine, I mean I'm around anywhere from 140s to um, high 80s, but I can even go up to 160, over 90. And Dr. Cowan said when he was in medical school, it was your age plus 100 over 90. That was what they were taught. Um, Jennifer Daniels said, I'm good at, I'm 66. I'm good at my age of um, 160 over 90, but that's from them. Now, I, I will say, I do have an appointment. I joined Dr. Cowan's biological, good. our biology clinic, and good. I have my appointment tomorrow, in fact, good. with the doctor. So I am going to be talking to a good. Or second opinion. So, I think I, from the cheap seats here, the more information that you can get talking to people like Adam and on, online and really trying to figure out what to do, the more you can get comfortable with your decision, right? 
well, I'm just not yeah, going to do yeah. that, right? I'm just not going to do this second thing. I'm not going to do that. But if you really right. get comfortable, if you really get comfortable with that, because you understand how it all works, like Adam's helping you to understand, then you can you can say, well, I'm not going to do it, and feel pretty good about it, and then your chances of it being really good are, are really good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I, I do agree with you. I think, right, yeah. if I can get that to switch in my mind right. or to understand it more, yes, I, I, I understand, yes. It's hard to get to know what to believe, though, online, isn't it? I mean, God. Yeah. You know, I mean, I could just imagine what you're going well, through. Well, I actually emailed Adam, well, Vibrant Gal, because I bought books from them. Oh, cool. Like, I wanted to have a session with Thank Adam, you. but um, they, um, you aren't doing it right now, she said. At this point, no. I prefer people to learn the mind hack. That is the way, and then you will get all the answers yourself. Even well, better. I know. Why don't you get that book and and and, uh, and learn that, Cindy? Yeah, I bought in books from them. I'll have to look at my list of books I bought, and um, but I appreciate it. But I would say mind hack is my most important one that I have to contribute. That I've come up with mostly myself because the tech. Uh, solar nutrition with someone else it works really well i'm a big fan of solar i've been doing it since 1975 uh it has worked for me but mind hacking i would say is my greatest discovery because you you can know everything about your body without having to go to a psychiatrist or even a medical doctor because it tells you what's going to happen actually and it's not done with woo-woo stuff, radionic. It's simply gross motor movements that reveal uh, ourselves, our, our own communication. What, what side of the brain was your little thing on, Cindy? And supposedly, they, well, they said in the middle of my brain. Just hmm. happened right in the middle. Hmm. What, what? It never is, but, <laughs> never. but they're off about that. It, 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 middles, I've only come across it once or twice out of uh, working with people since uh, the 70s, actually. Wow. And I've only come across it once or twice. No one stays mad at an it. The middle is your it. I'm going to get even with that staircase that tripped me 20 years ago. But I've seen people mad at their wives or their parents when they're in their 80s and 90s. Sure. They're furious still, and it shows up in their body, affecting their body and their health. Well, my dear, thanks. I hope By the way. I hope we are, go, go ahead, Alan. Go ahead. No. One, one very important thing I'll interject. Okay. You might get an expert who knows what's called EECP, and I forget exactly what oh. that stands for. Dr. Cowan knows what Dr. it is. Dr. Cowan knows about that. It's actually a device that yeah. pumps blood through you without you moving, and they have huge clinics that save people's lives and re-energize people with strokes, with uh, heart disease. The Chinese are particularly big on it. They have uh, I think hundreds of those clinics. We have uh, we have hundreds of beds, but I don't think we have hundreds of clinics. But uh, the Chinese are particularly, uh, and it would have saved, for instance, Vibrant Gal's father would have been saved by that, but the doctor didn't recommend it, and the father died of their treatment. Do you think that would be worth Cindy looking into for her condition, for I would, I would, I would consider all possibilities, and that is an important one. And Dr. Cowan can talk about that too. Yeah. And the next time you interview him, he's the one I first heard about it yeah. from. And I wrote a book, "The Heart Is Not a Pump," that 
that I investigated it deeply and went into the various centers and everything and watched many YouTube videos on the process. Uh, Dick Gregory got it. Uh, he, he, a lot of celebrities were getting it. And they don't like to let people know about it. Yeah, there's there's places all around the country, um, and we can. But do it's it. called it's called EECP. That's right. That's, you've got yeah, it right. And if Vibrant yeah. Gal was not doing yoga now, she's got that memorized. <laughs> but you could. <laughs> I forget okay. electric something. Basically, they put uh, inflation, like we get yeah. blood pressure, but then then, then they pump you and it pumps blood through you without you having to move at all and it and it apparently is very therapeutic now dr callum will know the exact details on how exactly those machines will work because he's a heart specialist yeah okay cindy my dear you take care okay you got your work thank cut you so out much. for you yep uh, i do okay, okay. when you thank talk you. to god tell her i said hello okay i will all thank right, you bye-bye Oh, it's tough, boy. And, and she's she's still listening, probably. Yeah. You and I know that this age-dependent blood pressure is nonsense. It is. It Donald Lay was in his sixties and seventies. He had a hundred over sixty, and he could meditate for sixty over twenty. You can train your blood pressure normally <laughs> because we're programmed. Your blood pressure. People say that your blood pressure by this age is that they're giving you an age, and so. You're gonna you're gonna confirm because the books say so. It says so on PubMed. MD says and uh, WebMD says I I must be. I'm just right because it says so. That's a bunch of nonsense. We are so uh, there are differences in human beings for both diet and things greater than a panda bear to a grizzly bear. Mm. Look at Mister Eats All. Took him two years to eat a Cessna 150 airplane, ate coffins, ate uh, television sets, bicycles, razor blades. Tell us, tell me that we're all destined to be vegans or carnivores or Cessna eaters. It just ain't so. I'm going to do the Cessna thing next lifetime. I think I'm going to wait for that one. <laughs> uh, 888-663-6386. We're live here. It's the 23rd of Aug. Uh, what does Adam think about <laughs> this is great what did Adam think about India landing on the moon today oh my god looks so fake why do you believe this fakery well I don't think Adam believes it I don't Adam do you have an opinion about India landing on the moon um <laughs> well they're saying they got men on the moon no they say they landed some kind of contraption on the moon they landed something you know uh uh I've been involved and interested in space travel for a long time. I actually do believe that it happens, but I think we're being lied to exactly how it's happening and what they're doing and what they can do. And the first moon landing is suspicious to me, and uh, NASA is suspicious because <laughs> they're a government organization. How could you trust so, them? Right now? Uh, I don't trust government organizations. So anything they say is to be uh if you believe anything they say uh then uh it's best to find out for myself i want to meditate and go to these places myself and see if i can get there then i'll know for sure otherwise i'm just some guy giving an opinion i can't mind hack it i can't mind hack an astronaut to see if he's lying i've never met an astronaut well i've talked to astronauts and i got in trouble one time because they said that uh uh, polynuclear uh, 
hydrocarbons can only be found on Mars and planets. And I said over a microphone, how come uh, it can be, they're actually floating around in space? Two astronauts and a scientist got a hold of the microphone, started cussing me out, basically, for believing that, saying it was nonsense. So I went to a university library, looked it up, so I was right. And then I realized that the next day, Clinton was going to have a, a Mars shot. They wanted money. So that's why I was messing with their money train, is what I was doing. Oh, yeah. So I was actually at NASA causing them trouble. You should have seen him react to it. It really shocked me because I thought I was just having a conversation with scientific people. Greg, for me, for my money, from the cheap seats, I, I don't think the moon is solid. So I don't think there's any way anybody's ever landed on it or will land on it. But that's just my, my opinion. Second part of the question, I get vertigo when I go above 20 feet. Is this an inner ear problem? Why do I get panic attacks on roofs? Does it have something to do with the crystals inside my ear? Hmm. Vertigo. You know, the Epley maneuver. Is it called the Epley maneuver? Uh, you can find it on the internet. There's various versions. Pick one and see if it works. Uh, Vibrant Gal, when she, after she uh, broke her ankle her, in three places, uh, she got very dizzy one time. Mm. So we looked it up on the internet, and all we did was the Epley maneuver. And I had dizziness a couple times, too, and it went away simply by doing that. Now, be aware that vertigo, when you go up to heights, is a psychological, cultural problem. Guess who built all those skyscrapers in York? Iroquois Indians. Uh -huh. They don't have any fear of height. They can walk up there and they're like, like they're walking on ground. And it's the imagination. If I walk across the board that wide on the floor, I can do it easily, right? Walk a railroad track. Try doing it a hundred stories up in a building. That's when the imagination and the fear comes in. For some reason, the Iroquois culture has no fear of falling like that. They, they don't. And look at the guys who bicycle on a tightrope across Niagara Falls. So this is a cultural thing, mostly. And uh, if the Epley maneuver doesn't work, then go into the mind and figure out why you're afraid of heights. It's often the fear of flying is a fear of sex, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, good. I'm glad I like yeah. to fly. Fear of flying. There was a book about that, <laughs> yeah, right? Fear there of was. flying. Yeah. And yeah. I found it was mind hacking. I found a man <laughs> who was so afraid of flying and it tracked back to an adolescent sex issue. How be done? Oh, yeah. Mind hacking. Here's an email from Steve. You guys are awesome. In recent interviews, you were talking about nuts and such, etc. My understanding is that nuts and also beans and grains have phytic acid and really need to be soaked usually with a little baking soda or vinegar for about 12 to 24 hours to eliminate to reduce this before eating them because phytic acid prevents absorption of the minerals. I know that Adam researches extensively and totally respect his opinions and yours too, Patrick. So if he agrees with this, can he carefully explain how long he soaks things for? So I think we've been through the almonds, right? Almonds are minimum of six hours and maximum of three days, correct, Hummins? Right. Okay. And the other ones I don't because you don't? I regard phytic acid as a health uh, chemical. Oh, so you don't you don't go into the whole phytic acid thing? Nothing. 
No, and neither do the health food stores. They sell it to you for $40 a bottle. Do they really? A little bottle like that. They Phyt- sell you phytic acid. Really? But they magically change how they do it. They change the name. <laughs> and now under another name, it now is an anti-carcinogenic that oh, people should take for cancer. I it's see. called IP6. IP6. It's phytic acid. It's nothing but phytic but, acid. You know, I have found that when I do um, soak like rice or... Even the nixtamalized corn you can get, the organic, you know, that Ray P turned me on to, and I soak that. I just think it cooks nicer, it feels better, it feels more digestible, but maybe it's a nocebo thing. I don't know. Yeah, you know, the uh, when you <clears throat> soak things, there's other things that could change. The cell walls break down, makes things more absorbable, uh, you get things like that. Hmm. And you did get rid of a lot of toxins. But phytic acid is the one I do not worry okay. about because look at it. Look up IP6 in in, uh, in Wikipedia, any place you want to look it up. Ask the health food store if it isn't phytic acid. They're going to be really reluctant about telling <laughs> you. And I bet some of the that 20 year olds and 18 year olds working in health food stores don't even have a clue that no, IP6 is phytic acid. They wouldn't that know is that. all it is. It's a type of a, uh, an ositol, I believe it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. And to Steve, I don't do a lot of carbs, but when I do, I soak it just for fun. It just feels better to me. And he says, Does Adam put anything into the soaking water? I don't think you do because you don't soak stuff except the almonds, right? Why would I take baking soda in my stomach? to neutralize the acid in my stomach. I would never take yeah. baking soda. But you don't, so you don't put anything. There would be specific reasons, but certainly not for health. <laughs> Steve, what I, I do. to win a race, it actually, you kind of put yourself at risk, but it's such a minor risk that taking baking soda before a race can actually give you a, a little extra edge during the race. If I want to risk my life to a very, very minor degree. But baking soda does not alkalize you. In fact, it does the opposite by putting an adrenal defense. That's one way we, we talked about the adrenal defense. Take baking soda and your adrenals will react violently. What I do, Steve, is I put a little ocean water. If I soak anything, beans or, or you know, um, almonds, I'll put a little ocean water in there. I think, I think they suck up some of those minerals. I don't know. Nobody told me to do that. I just do it because it's fun. Because I like to experience. One of the most healing things. I used to live in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> when I lived right by the beach, boy, I was there all the time. So that's, I think you could, you could put that, soak your little ocean water. Salt water. Are you still drinking salt water? I am. You know, this is so crazy. Adam, I've never drunk so much sea salt and water in my life. And I like it. You know, my body just... I don't know what it's doing. You know, Darko well, says you're building up, blood if plasma. If you want to poison yourself with salt, you got to take a lot. you got to take a lot. Huh? <laughs> it's just nonsense. And they want to tell you it causes heart disease and everything. Again, it's a big lie. The little words, cat, oh, it's evil. Salt, <laughs> so, four letters, evil. evil. Sugar, five letters, evil. But, they, but the chemicals they put in food, no one ever tells you about uh, carrageenan or stuff like that being bad. Oh, no. That's a longer word. It must be good for you. You know, you know how Darko come up with this? He was sailing across the ocean. He's a, you know, a, and he started to drink the ocean water because he wanted to see if he could do it. And, you know, that's how it all started. But I tell you, I'm very, if, if there's anything going on in my stomach that's just a little bit 
I don't know, middle of the night. First thing I do, I'll just take 16 ounces of uh, good water and put a teaspoon of that good sea salt, slug that down, and I mean in 30 seconds, boy, you just feel better. I feel better. So I don't know what it's doing, but I'm going to keep doing it until I throw up or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I agree with Ray T. Doing what you're doing at nighttime is a major preventative of heart attacks, too. What, salt water? That's right. Yeah, oh, I didn't know you Ray. You can do the sugar. I do the sugar one. That's another one. But huh? the salt works just as well. I didn't know Ray Sometimes P. Sometimes I get about up that? and the sugar is not handy. I immediately, before I put my feet on the floor, take the salt and put it right in my mouth. Oh, and I use too. a lot of salt, too. I didn't know that Ray Pete talked about the salt water thing. Why, he did. He why was did, big on salt. He said, if you don't have sugar, take salt. Mm. I'm changing because my bad Many people hand. die of heart attacks because they're, you're not really supposed to be in a fasting state because your body is more active while you sleep than when you're awake. A lot of people don't know how active your body is in the internal organs. During the day, your external organs are busy. During the night, your Organs are busy recuperating and repairing, and the liver does most of its work between night. one to yeah. three in the morning, and the gallbladder does most of it between 11 and 12, and your thyroid is doing all its work from 9 to 11 at night, yeah. and your lungs from 3 to 5 in the morning, they're still dark. Hmm. Do you know I, That's I, when the internal work goes on. What I do really well with in the middle of the night, uh, just to help go back to sleep, I do uh, like a... a like a tablespoon of the raw butter, and then I'll dunk it in the that that honey you turned me on to. What, what's that honey with no sucrose? Um, tupelo. Tupelo. So I got this tupelo honey. So I got the butter, and I dip it in the tupelo honey, and slosh that baby down. A little water. Man, in about a minute or so, your body's going. Mm, no, I think I'll back to sleep. <laughs> it's really fun. I think the body likes fat in the middle of the night, or. I don't maybe it likes the sugar too. Huh? Yeah. It does. It does not like fasting, despite what they say. Yeah, yeah. Now now you need a certain amount of fasting, but four hours is all you need of putting nothing in your mouth. Otherwise you can put things in your mouth all the time. Sure. Okay. I'm not against intermittent fasting, but I don't think it does it, I, I like bang for my buck. And it just doesn't do enough. <laughs> now, way back when, I guess, whatever, I don't know how long we've been around here. Who knows? But I guess we, we as a species, we didn't, um, we didn't always have food, right? So I, I guess we, we probably went a day or so every now and then without food, didn't we? I guess we, we did okay. A lot of them. In the tropics, they didn't do that. Because fruit. they had yeah. growing. You ever... I, when I was in Kauai, I was amazed at all the rotting oh, fruit, <laughs> fruit, and uh, and it's food is just every place in the tropics. Now you're up in uh, being an Eskimo or Inuit, then a lot of times you do go for days without eating anything. So we're kind of adapted to different ways. By the way, the most autocratic, uh, despotic nations are the tropics because. Huh. People don't have to get innovative and survival. They just lie there, so everybody takes over. You see the greatest dictatorships in Egypt, in India, places like that. You don't see long-term dictatorships without revolutions in places like Russia or Canada 
or North America. And why there's is that? always revolutions blocking it. But in India and places like that, there's despots ruling for centuries. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Um, Doodle, who's lying right here. Hi, Doodle. She's lying right here. Sometimes she'll she'll not eat for two days in a row. I mean, just no, I don't. Amazing, isn't it? That she's got that sense about her that two days sometimes. No, I'm good. Amazing, huh? We we can do it, uh, especially if it happens naturally. When people fight over it, where they feel like they're missing something, that's where the extra stress comes in from not doing it. But uh, also, your blood sugar. Uh, many people, when they didn't eat for a day, uh, they had a blood sugar problem. I didn't eat or drink for a day. So I guess I was doing dry fasting. I climbed almost to the top of Mount Whitney in one day by taking a glass of orange juice and a kelp pill. That's what you did. <laughs> and, and my friends who were eating a big hearty breakfast and everything, they got left behind in the meadow. I almost made it to the top, but they said you could walk up there, but there had been a cave-in mm. with a ledge about that thin. And that's where I said, I'm done. But I made it back down Whitney before sunset while they were still all pooped out and camping. And I did it on almost nothing. Well, at the very beginning, when Doodle started to do this years ago, you know, as a dad, you always said, Doodle, come on, you have to eat it, and blah, blah, blah. And then I just got to say, come on, Patrick, she knows what she wants. <laughs> if she's hungry, she's going to eat, you know. And uh, most dogs will just eat as much as you give them, you know. But she's very, very in tune. And so, uh, and you know, what's funny is it's still... not feed a cat. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, she'll, she does, she'll lie on it. We got this nice little bed there in the dining room that she'll lie on when I'm starting to eat. And I said, I'll say, Doodle, you're hungry. And she'll usually go over there and lie down and really act like no food for me, right? So she's telling me. And so I'll, I won't get the food together. And then, but I'll, I, what I do say to her, well, if you're hungry, just let me know. And you come up here and, and tell me and you know, we'll get some food. And every now and then, an hour later, she will. She'll get up and stand right next to me and look at me. And then I know she wants to eat, you know. She says, no, I changed my mind. I think I'll, I think I'll take some food. Here's an email from Lynn. Let's see. <clears throat> Medical uh, community interprets brain lesions primarily as a multiple sclerosis and autoimmune disorder However, medical medium, medical medium? Who's that? Oh, is that the <clears throat> medical medium guy? Suggest heavy metal toxicity and parasites, especially Epstein-Barr. Yeah, I don't believe any of that stuff, but I'll go on. As the culprits in destroying the myelin sheath. Celery juice is number one on his protocol. Oh, this is the medical medium guy in his celery juice. Yeah, um, oh, well, I'll just go on. Dr. Terry Wall who cured herself of MS, claims that brain volume needs to be considered in MS recovery with less focus on brain lesions. In conclusion, Adam, how do you folks rebuild myelin in your opinion? Okay. I think this medical medium guy is a, is a hack. I wouldn't read any, uh, but go, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Okay, Adam, what do you think? 
Mylan? Well, the key is Robert De Niro believes in the medical mirror, uh, uh, medium. Oh, does I call he? him the medical mediocre. <laughs> I'm a small, actually. You know, he's a medium. He's got a good press. He's not writing that stuff. I know enough writers who write, you know, the gags we see on uh, on the uh, Academy Awards, they're not written by those comedians. No, they Robin Williams didn't write those jokes. They're done by joke writers. The same thing for books. I know Chopra's ghostwriter. I know Tony Robbins' ghostwriter. I know these people's ghostwriters. They write, they write some of their stuff, but they don't write their, all of their books. And the same with the medical medium. He's a smart guy. He's got people writing it up. He keeps the latest MD, WebMD stuff, adds a little new age twist to it. And then you got the medical media and people are falling for that baloney over and over. I'm not a big fan of the medical medium, as you can see. Yeah, and I, I, celery, celery, celery weird, isn't not it? only has yeah. uh, non-organic celery, again, has all that nitrogen. But organic one is even worse. It has sorolins. People have died from uh, anaphylactic uh, exercise-induced anaphylaxis. Celery. Celery-induced anaphylactic exercise-induced uh, anaphylaxis. Something like that. But anyway, they die from it from uh, because the celery has a chemical in it called sorolins that is meant to repel uh, insects and it's just as bad as getting a bee sting for certain susceptible people i even wrote an article for the montecito journal here when someone wrote about how good celery juice was and they printed my yeah. my rebuttal now everybody eating celery is not going to die but he killed a significant amount of people from doing that i would say less than uh oh point oh oh one percent but there's probably 200 people that are not on this planet today thanks to the medical well, media what does he what does he claim them the celery juice does it's it's the celery is not your best food it's a dangerous well, what does he what does he claim that it does why do people do this oh he thing? claims it cleanses your body and does all of the mm-hmm. kind of things even even it's i think it's even involved in some of the beat protocols and stuff like that and yeah. it's really not that good now it can be used for certain things uh, as balancing out certain foods. When you cook certain smelly foods that have a lot of sulfur and garlic, you can neutralize them in soups and stuff. So I'm not totally anti-celery, but using it for a cleanse is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, what are you cleansing? What, what are all these people cleansing? I mean, what do they think is dirty in there? <laughs> you know, does he even say? I, I, I don't read his books except... Someone's always pushing one in my face. What do you think of this? And of course, I tell them what I think about it. You know, the, the, so, uh, the body's mostly they, meat. You cut open a body, it's pretty much all meat, you know. And uh, uh, I don't know what everybody's... Actually, eating anything with chlorophyll even does a better cleansing job. Or anything with a color in it, you know, they usually have chemicals and antioxidants and oxidants that clean. But celery isn't unique compared to beets, spinach, uh, kale. Uh, there's all kinds of other superstars. I tell you he what. just made it out like celery was some special god that people would it would cleanse them. If you would and like, of course, I'm going to get flack on this, but yeah. uh, if you would like to, I, I do, do take a minority opinion. If you would like to, if you would like to cleanse what you believe to be yucky stuff in your colon and that's sticking to the walls and all that that they talk about, you know, uh, 
just do salt. You can do as much salt as you want, and you'll just, every morning, you'll just plunge like somebody just did a super colonic. So if you think that that's helping you, I kind of like it, but, uh, you know, uh, just do that. And just do that and, and see if you like it. So, also, uh, salt is a cleanser, definitely. Also, solar nutrition. When yeah, well, you eat foods on time, on time, that push through. My engineer friend explained it this way. He said, if you do that, you get some of the water off your hand. But if you do it repetitively three times a day, you finally cling it. The more times you do it, then your hand is dry without even using a towel. The same type of cleanse. If you're eating whole foods, then it allows the body to do the cleansing. Then the liver, the liver is the cleanser. Once you get a healthy liver, it does all the cleansing you need. And that's building. You build the liver to cleanse the body. You don't cleanse you don't the liver. Cleanse to it. Kill, yeah. Kill, yeah. Kill, kill, yeah. People do all this cleansing and forget about the building. Uh, so we should we should you should probably answer your best guess on on her Lynn because we kind of de- destroyed her email. Sorry. Uh, in conclusion, how do folks rebuild myelin? In in your opinion, that's what she wants you to answer. Myelin. Fat fat uh, replaces it. Fat. Yeah, and now remember, mm-hmm. I said that we have a paraadrenal autonomic nervous system called the adrenal glands in the skin. What does it handle? Cholesterol. So we detoxify our cholesterol with sunlight, and uh, including UV, not just red light, but all the colors of the spectrum during the day. So, and then you get your, uh, your fat, your cholesterol, uh, your uh, vitamin D, and all your full spectrum vitamin D uh, cleanses you. So you rebuild the myelin by simply spending not too much su- amount of time on the sun but always getting a certain amount of the sun and then getting a lot of shade like when you start burning you want to go into the shade yeah. then you'll get all the ultraviolet light you need without the burning no i like to get uh, early morning sun and i'm doing what you suggested i put my palms you know i just I get my palms and I talk to the sun and talk to spirit and say, okay, baby, juice me up. Give me all you got. So, and uh, I don't need a great deal of food any longer. I, it's, I, you know, I just don't. If you saw what I eat, you'd say I would just be wearing away to nothing, but I'm not. So I think- You're a yogi. I, I think we're just getting all the juice <laughs> we really, got. You're in Delta. It, when it? you're in Delta, you don't need that much food. You just don't need that much food, yeah. Delta's ready when you are, right? You are in Delta. I can tell from your eyes when you go into that state, Patrick. You, can you? you can't hide it. Okay. <laughs> Delta I is, wish I had that much Delta, frankly. Delta is ready. Remember when I was trying to... So whatever you're doing. Remember when I was trying to go to sleep and I went to this place in Austin, what was it, three or four years ago? And they, they wired me all up because I thought, well, I got something wrong with my brain because I can't sleep. And the guy, the guy wires me all up, and he looks at my thing and shows. He said, "Well, you're in Delta." He said, "But we can help you get out of Delta." And I came back and told you. And what did you say to me? <laughs> yeah, that, that you're healthy. <laughs> you're, you know, a lot of people. It's hard for them to get in Delta and Alpha and Theta get all the good press, and yeah. they're they're better than Beta, that's for sure. But Delta is where your uh, your body stops breaking down in Delta. It's not breaking down 
you live longer in Delta. And people used to hand me those things that you tune the brainwaves so you could get alpha and theta. They say, what do you want? Uh, I want four or three cycles per second. Oh, you want to go to sleep? No. Well, then why are you putting that on? Because I want to, I want to not break down. What? They <laughs> look at me like I'm a nut. But I always use those and set them for Delta. And any kind of strobe-like effect or any blinking light, I set for Delta. The slower the brain goes, the more efficient it is. So one cycle per second, if you match that with a heartbeat of one cycle per second, 60 beats, you are in a samadhi state. (laughs) Yeah, that's what mine is. You can't do that with theta. Mine's dead on 60. Anytime I check it, just one per second, boom. And you know, yeah, Ray good. Pete. Ray Pete might not agree with no, it, but I, know. I he, think 60 is, is Adana was at 60. And one of the people that they say when you're at 60, you're supposed to be out of energy. My friend, Marcella Von Harding, is on 60, and she is called Turbo because she has unlimited energy. I've hung out with her and go, go for a five mile walk to start the day off and then do this and do that and do this and do that and take a swim, play tennis, uh, uh, sell uh, her product and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah that, that's nonsense again. Yeah. They always tell us that we're aging, your blood pressure should be, the brain wave should be that. And they want to fit you in a box. <laughs> and they, we should stop listening to they, them, whoever. <laughs> The pronouns. Whoever them is, they. <laughs> they, them. Just don't listen to those dudes and do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Let's do a couple more before we go. This is from John. Hi, Adam. Love you. I love it when you guys get together. What are your thoughts on colonoscopies? Is it worth the risks? Hmm. You know, uh, I don't take them. Uh, they say you can save lives like that. Now, the test might be good because you tell something. It's what they do for it after they get the test that's the problem. A lot of those polyps will go away by themselves. And here's the misleading part. And I got this from a world-famous colonoscopist and colon specialist. You will see uh, many people will have like 100 polyps. But sometimes one person can have one polyp and get a cancer from it. So it doesn't matter on the multitude of those polyps you have in your body. And he said most of those tests miss polyps. They miss the ones that they need to be catching. It's almost universal. And this, again, is a colon expert, a doctor I happened to hang out with at one point. And he was at the level of... uh, and I can't even think of the greatest uh, colon therapist of all of them, but he was right up there as a world-famous mm. guy. So uh, I don't take – but again, it's your karma, your kismet to do it, and you might just get lucky and be saved. Uh, but you might get lucky the other way too. John, I, w- I would be careful because I've I've heard people that they sign up for colonoscopy and if – and if you're not real clear at the beginning or sign something, they'll go and start snipping things during that colonoscopy, right? And I don't think it's good to have anybody cutting on your body. I Sorry. I don't think that's good. I, I just don't. You know. 
They do that. They'll take out your appendix without <laughs> your designing for it and say they, they thought about it. I know someone, they took out his gallbladder, and uh, they said that was going to cure him. And then he he got into the medical record somehow, and they said they took it out by mistake. Mistake. And they lied to him. He sued him. He sued him and won. But how many people get uh, access to those secret records? Believe me, we're told that the third leading cause of death is bad medicine. Uh, but it's not true. The first leading cause of death is good medicine. It's good medicine. The stuff they yeah. do, they tell you to do. Oxygen. Nitric oxide, these are the things, serotonin, those are the things that make people go crazy and kill people and do suicides and murder people. It's the medical professional doing most of this, and almost all the deaths in COVID were hospitals. How many people do you know have died of COVID at home? Yeah, well, I don't you, know anybody. You know me, I don't believe in COVID. So. <laughs> but, but, but they all died in the hospital on ventilators, for God's sake. Nine-tenths of the people that got on a ventilator. Well, this is your cure. You're lucky you came to the hospital because one out of ten people are going to survive on our ventilators. Well, if you go home, you're probably nine out of ten or more will survive. And then, Adam, they gave him a thing called remdesivir. You Google that puppy and you'll yeah, see you don't want that thing. That'll croak your kidneys in a heartbeat. And then they got 20,000 or 30,000 every time from the government, every time they put somebody on a ventilator. And then every, then they got extra money every time they, they checked you off for dying of COVID, a non-existent thing. So, you know, this whole thing was just a, uh, just, and now they got a new one. It's a big, the biggest, <laughs> the only worldwide one. scam ever, ever perpetrated. Ever. The only worldwide scam. And they actually killed that guy in uh, Tanzania, remember? He, because he said, I cured my son with ginger and lemonade. Oh, they, they, he they, was dead within months. They so killed they, him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe he was assassinated. And, you know, I'm such a, I don't know what to call myself, but I think all this stuff that many of these natural people, David Wolf and all these people that are just so head over feet about ivermectin curing this or that, what the hell do you got? You don't have anything. I mean, why would you take I ivermectin? I mean, what, what's wrong with you? Do you, do you know, I mean, is, do we have something you want to kill? These people are, I think they're just as, I don't know. I think it's crazy. Back, back in the day when you had a runny nose, <laughs> which is all that COVID is, would you take half a vaccine for it? No, <laughs> would you? you'd take ginger and lemonade or just sleep it off. And plus all this paranoia about parasites. I mean, everywhere you go, people want to sell you something to kill a parasite. Personally, I think they're there for a reason. I think they were full of microbes, and I think they're just cleaning up after the mess that we make. That's just my opinion. I wouldn't try to kill That's any... That's why they call it the microbiome, and <laughs> why you take things to promote it. Yeah. Why would we take a pro a probiotic if it wasn't good for us? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, uh, they make uh, renegades out of things that aren't really renegades, and many things are actually to help our health, to build our sure. immunity. Sure, sure. Uh, and when you start giving artificial immunity, you screw it up royally. And doesn't everybody have this thing called H. pylori? And it's there for a reason. It's not something you want to go kill, right? How many people still chase after H? I chased after H. pylori for a year, you know, five, six, seven years ago when I had my great colon reset. What a scam that was, man.
<laughs> I might have told you the story about a woman came to me and uh, she'd had the drug for H. pylori, but she still had the problem. Right. So then she told me that now they were going to go in and surgically remove one layer of skin in the entire stomach. Oh, and that good. was going to cure her. Oh, good. And And I actually told her, I leaned over and said, do you realize how nuts that is? <laughs> and she said, it is nuts, isn't it? <laughs> it never occurred to her that it was crazy. And so she didn't do it. It turned out to be a mother trauma, by the way. Right. Stomach issues are often mother traumas. Good morning. Who's this? You're on the air. Hello? Uh, yeah, hi. Hi. Air. I'm, I'm calling, uh, I was actually calling Edge Connect. Oh, you have the wrong number. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, though. Ed, what was it? Ed, yeah. it? Wow. Had a good voice. Yeah, we should have put him on, put him on the radio. Oh, and all oh, this testing. They keep selling this idea, testing everything, the medical model, because they know they get you in the hospital, and the guy was listening to the show, they get you in the hospital and you start testing for stuff, they're going to come up with things to do for anything. I don't care what it is, you know. I triglycerides or especially I, I just feel so sorry for the ladies who buy into it and they get this little lump or they get these breast exams and they get these all these things and they'll talk into doing anything man you know don't let people cut on you leave go away no no well, we we need to test the lump to see if it's malignant right sure give me a break then they have people programmed that they come home and said those people are really bad. They tested me and didn't find anything. <laughs> oh my! I mean, God. if you're testing, you have to find something. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're a bad tester, you right? Find something. So you, their job is to find something. For God's sake! <laughs> I tell you what, folks. I, I'm really getting to the point where if you would just throw away your computer, throw away your TV, and never do anything but eat good food, uh, you're going to be fine. Right, let's see if this guy's calling back. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Who's this? Can you hear me? Barely. You got to speak up. Mary. Who? Hello, it's Mary. How are you? Ma Mary? Hi, Mary. You're on the air. Hi, Mary. Uh, thank you. I'm calling about my son. Yeah. He's 22 years old, and he's going to have lazy eye surgery okay. next week. Okay. Because that eye, you know, it just lit kind of, you know, above a little bit. You, you, you cannot notice. But he told me that he, his eye getting worse. He works lots of his computer, computer scientist. So and wh I just what is wrong with his eye, Mary? What's wrong? Uh, it just, you know, getting weaker. Getting weaker. What, weaker. his vision yeah. is getting weaker? His, uh, say what? His vision is getting weaker? Yeah, yeah, on, on that eye, yeah, on that eye. And so they're going to do yeah, laser like, surgery yeah. so he can see better, right? Yeah, probably correct that muscle. And I googled, and it said, you know, it's 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 not so you know dangerous. And I mm, talked to yeah. people who had before. Doesn't work. And doesn't work. Doesn't work. And I had that surgery. Uh, I guarantee it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Mary, do I you know, know that surgery? Mary, do you know that eye problems? Do you know how they why they're problems? Would you like me to tell you? Um, he just, you know, 
scheduled and she yeah okay yeah we we both think it's very dangerous and they don't work because that's not the problem they're going to do something on the eyeball but that's not why the vision is goes bad so it's bad medicine Uh, what you what you would recommend like you know how to stop um you could you could look under um bates right bates method Natural one method and look up a behavioral optometrist. Behavioral, behavioral optometry optometrist. that will do exercises yeah. to cure a weak eye, a crossed eye, many eye problems that have and increase the IQ dramatically too. Uh, behavioral optometrists are very amazing. Also, figure out what he doesn't want to see. See, that was my problem. These are. These are symptomatic uh, issues, Mary, in our opinion, that they're just more, they're just going to cause them more problems long term. Um, but uh, it could be a long stretch to, to have them get to that point. He might, he might just be looking for a quick fix, as many people are, and thinking that his problem is going to be cured. But in the long run, we both believe that it would be a bad idea. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Marie. you so much. Sure. Yeah, we've learned over the years that it's the muscles around the eye, right? The muscles are what causes vision to go bad. It's the muscles. And... Uh, that can be strengthened. Yeah, you can strengthen them or weaken them. For example, when we were out in the wild playing around chasing girls and bumblebees and stuff, we would look far, then we'd look close and, you know... The muscles are always working and the eyes are perfect. You, know, you just see everything. But as you go in and sit down and you look at a computer and you're just looking at one, you know, four feet away and you do that all day, what's going to happen? The muscles are weaken and uh, it's, a, it's a muscle thing. It's got, even people that wear glasses, that's a crutch. I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. But it's just going to make your eyes worse. You know, just going to make your eyes worse. Base work. Color recycling works. There's many ways of improving it and uh, behavioral optometry doing exercises. Uh, Looking at a point on the wall and then doing figure eights with your body like this, pointing to that and going back and forth can correct it. These are known as, uh, what do they used to call it? Behavioral behavioral kinesiology, I believe. Hmm. Uh, and then they rechange it to educate, but really it's based on uh, on the behavioral optometry, which was the first one. And all these are spinoffs. They use Brain Gym in Canada, by the way, because it increases IQ as well as increases eyesight. One time, a good friend of mine had a daughter that was getting D marks in school. So on a hunch, I did this simple test. You do. You put the finger across and you follow it with the eyes without moving your neck by the way and if the eyes jump you have a muscle problem and so i i told her you have the money you're living in hollywood go and take her to a behavior a behavioral optometrist she became an a student from a d through the 9th 10th 11th 12th and college and is in the film industry today <laughs> and uh, just by doing behavioral optometry. Interesting. How and then would... I got a benefit. I got to see it in action because uh, when she took the daughter for an appointment, I got to see what 
explained exactly how they were doing it. But already I knew a lot about it because my friend, Dr. Bob Bile, was an optometrist who was a pioneer in behavioral optometry. Isn't that what Bates is? Is that different from behavioral optometry? It's different, but it works, But too. it works, yeah. yeah. The Bates even method. color therapy, going yeah. through the, the colors, I say, just simply saying black, uh, uh, gray, brown, red, orange, uh, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, white, that will cure your eyes. I, I, I got my sight back after 27 years. Now it's starting to deteriorate a little again, but I can still read a book without glasses. Yeah. Up until 2008 or nine, I couldn't read a newspaper headline, even the smaller headlines, I couldn't read. I couldn't read a menu without glasses. Wow. Now I can read books again and don't need to be carrying those. I used to break all those glasses when You'd hug people, you know, new agers. We hug and smash. There would go my glasses. Yeah, my eyes keep getting better and better. I remember three or four years ago, I was having trouble reading. So I got these, uh, and I was just getting, look, you should see the dirt and the scum on these things. They're so dirty. I haven't worn them in years. These these uh, uh, pinhole glasses, you can get these guys. And if you're having trouble reading a book, and you can wear these on, and they'll strengthen your eyes. And they just do. They they strengthen your eye. You should you should see the dirt. My green gal uses them all yeah, the time. <laughs> on the crud. They'll, they'll make your eyes stronger. I don't even need them anymore. I can read it, whatever. And it's crazy. Every they now do and, improve your eyes. Yeah, so, they so do improve your eyes. Eyes, yeah. again, they, they, they act like the, the, the eyes freeze in place in uh, either short-sighted or near-sighted. Not true. You can exercise them just by rolling them around and doing the yoga thing as a start. And then the Bates methods are very sophisticated. And even visualization will work. Or finding the traumas, which you don't want to see. Yeah. yeah, that's the deal. And me, I want to see everything, so that's why my eyes are good. <laughs> I, I just keep telling God, show me everything, baby. I don't care what it is. I just want to see what it is. So I can see, you know, what the hell is my attitude too? Yeah, <laughs> give me all I you got. See it all. Yeah, give me all you got, right? <laughs> Just give me all you got. If you wanted to, uh, if you want to explore a few things that might uh, uh, ripple your uh, ripcord, we have a great video with Dr. Thomas Cowan on the front page: Nuclear Weapons, Curse of Humanity versus Massive Hoax. We also have a video by a Palmer who goes through the entire uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima thing, and he can pretty much prove that that never happened. So, uh, you know, nuclear weapons, I think it's all a scam, personally. I think it's all a scam. Nuclear energy is a different story. You know, I think it's, but I don't, I think... No- Even nuclear energy is is a scam to is get it? us under government control. Ah. Now, if they give me the nuclear reactor in my backyard, and, and they're not allowed to come and check it out. I'm for it. But when they have to come and check mine in my backyard or wherever, I'm against it. <laughs> and so nuclear radiation is not that harmful. We could. There is a man who used to eat plutonium and yeah. swim in the nuclear reactor pool. I know that And guy. he said you could have one for every three houses. But what I don't want is a government coming and telling me that it's toxic. They want an expert. 
a solar power. You don't need a government expert to come check the sun. You get plenty of power right at your house. Wind, all of these things are natural. We have unlimited water in the air. We have unlimited water in the magma and the earth. We, they lie to us totally and say scarcity, scarcity. You can't get that. You can't get toilet paper. You can't get air. You can't get water. Yeah, you just can't all get lies. it. Yeah. And then add on to that, then um, if you eat meat, you're going to die, you know, now because they want you to eat bugs. And then there's a terrorist around every corner. And then now there's a virus. And what else? I mean, they just keep coming up with crap. You know, it's all bullshit. Excuse me. It's you know, even though I ate low on the uh, food chain, every once in a while I'd go to Carl's. But now Carl's is bragging about insect burgers. No kidding. I'm afraid to eat really? a burger there. They, they really do yeah, an insect They have a program? commercial about insects, and, and they have a, a guy doing yoga on the beach and saying, Carl's is keeping up with the times. We're getting insect burgers. Yeah, this whole this whole war on meat thing, I think it goes real deep. I do. Being a carnivore kind of guy, I think meat is very good for most people. Uh, you don't have to do it to survive. Obviously, Adam does. Doesn't do a lot. But... Um, I think they want to take away the good stuff and give you whatever they want, you know, red color, food, poison. It's a war on food. Things are simple. Do you know one of the greatest scams is compost? They spread yep. so many diseases and parasites with compost. Soil is nothing but quartz. Nothing but sand is the best soil. You will grow, if you take beach sand, you will have the most productive crop you have. Is that right? Fertilizer should be on top. The leaves that come off the trees, plenty. But if you want to put something on top, no problem. But soil has nothing to do with compost, yet they teach you to use recycled wood products, which causes sore gases and things like that. It's all lies. <laughs> Is there anything that we're, we've been taught that's real? I mean, can we name anything that we've been taught over the last 50 years that's the truth? Only if we do exactly the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a shame, but that's really how it works I know, out. It's they a, tell you crazy. When the doctor tells you, reverse what they tell reverse. you and do exactly the opposite. And the government, too. And, and you yeah. have a better chance. Yeah, just, just reverse what the government tells you. You know you're on the right track. Or you go to a university and do the opposite and... God, man, it's just... They don't want to pay Social Security. No, they I don't know. want to pay us. Look at Maui. They give us $700 check. You believe that? <laughs> Your house burned down. You know how check. expensive it is to live in Hawaii? You think Seven, about California. Holy cow. I tried to live there. 130 or $40 billion to Ukraine. And we talked about where that money is probably going in some, up somebody's nose and a lot of people's noses. And, um, and then they give these people... In Maui, $700. My God. I think Jeez. I heard, if this is true, that every American now has a debt of $240,000 on every individual for Ukraine only. For Ukraine only? What they've sent so far. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if you do $250 billion divided by yeah. $300 million, I don't know what that number is. Yeah. And, and uh, in the... Uh, Defense Department that's making the money. The three major investors on all three of the major ones are BlackRock, State Street. Uh, Van, what's the third one? Vanguard. Vanguard. Yes, Vanguard. They're the major. They're investors. making. They're, they're making all the money. They are now, even Charlie Munger said, "I love Larry Fink, but I don't want him to be my emperor." <laughs> is that what He's he basically said? the president of the United States now, for all. And Michael Milken is his boss. Yeah. Blank, a black rock boy that 
Yeah, check, folks, if you want to see who's running the show, check out BlackRock. Um, what's the other one? Vanguard. And what's the other one? Uh, uh, State Street. State Street. State Street, yeah. They got it all, baby. And, and you know, Larry Fink is worth $11 trillion. You're kidding. That's more than major company in countries, their GDP. Oh, are you yeah, kidding? $11 trillion. Apple has more uh, valuation than most countries. I think they're $3 trillion now. There's most countries don't have a $3 trillion GDP. They just don't. They just don't, you know. Uh, and then Larry Fink is friends with State Street and Vanguard. Oh, yeah. So all, those three control Wall Street. They control this country. They control the wet war in Ukraine. They're the biggest promoters of the Ukraine because they're a growth industry. They don't want to stop wars. They want to increase wars That's to make great. more money. And Rob, our, the middle class is almost non-existent. They destroyed the brick-and-mortar buildings. Uh, everything's supposed to be on the Internet with people like uh, the Internet gurus making all the money. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're just visiting, Adam. Well, let's stick around for just as long as we can, just for fun, right? Just to see how, wacko, how wacko these people get. And, you know, because they're lunatics, and they're, they're just not going to stop here. All right, brother, uh, it's... Do you know it's been three hours? <laughs> I'm serious. A lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. I don't even know. We just have so much fun. Adam, I love you, brother, and uh, thank you for being love here. Love you too, Patrick. And uh, tell Definitely. Vibrant Gal, send her my love and kisses and peace, love, and hippie beads to the uh, Bergstrom and Vibrant Gal household there in Mendocino. Ma 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 yep, and, and Montecito. Montecito. And, and solartiming.com. Solar also, please support Patrick. Uh, you know, I use my own blogs on One Radio Network as my resource for looking up information yeah. Uh, yeah. When, I, when I don't know anything. And the archive shows you have are just remarkable. Amazing stuff. Going back yeah. to people who aren't even on the planet anymore. <laughs> you have uh, an amazing archive, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Hilda Clark, remember? she? We interviewed her a few times. Hilda Clark, remember her? <laughs> I was looking back, and even uh, who was the guy that uh, uh, Eustace Mullins? Like he was the original, uh, you know, Federal Reserve guy. That that what's his face who wrote um, Creature from Jekyll Island got his all stuff. The original was Eustace Mullins, and we have an interview with him years ago. Who was the other? So many cool people way back when we first started. Do you know Adam? You have had some amazing people on, yeah. definitely, and still do. You still do. But the, the archives, you can go back, and, and your search engine is so great for you finding find, You find it all. I, it, I use it daily. Do you really? I use your search engine daily. On one radio network. <laughs> That's how good it is. My my inter, my email, they, they, they're flops, <laughs> frankly, on their search engines. They're flops. <laughs> I'm sorry? You're what? Hotmail is a ridiculous. <laughs> And, uh, Yahoo is ridiculous. Gmail is good for, for searching stuff that I have in my own files. I can find my stuff on one radio network easier than I can in my two in two of my email addresses. Is that That's right? How funny it is. Is that right? <laughs> we finally got ours straightened out. I don't know if you heard, but we couldn't even uh, reach anybody for about a month. I mean, I would send emails to people like Martin Armstrong and. Tom Luongo, and they just weren't going anywhere, man. Somebody rigged it up, so they just went out to Ethers. We, wow. yeah, we, yeah, we we found a workaround. I talked to some geeks, but it was weird, man. They they'll get feisty when they don't like what you're doing. So I don't. 
<laughs> no, they do. They do. They definitely do. They face? throw monkey wrenches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right, kids. I love you. See you soon. Right. Right. I love when? you, Patrick. We'll see you real soon, brother. Thank you. Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition is his book, and SolarTiming.com is where you get all the good stuff. That's where you get his books. So support these kids, too, because Adam and Vibrant Gal actually eat food. That's right. They eat food. They eat it on time, but they've got to pay for food, too. So if you want to support Adam's work, go to SolarTiming.com and buy a few books. Yeah, buy five, buy ten. Cheaper by the dozen. Thank you for your support. Uh, we are really uh, on track to as much as we're as quickly as we can to to get away from depending on selling products. So you know, because that is not working anymore for a great number of reasons that I don't need to go into. We have great products. We have some of the best products I think ever with Thrival and, and Shen Blossom and the sauna, uh, hydrogen machine and sulfur, which is on sale. Cool stuff, um, really good stuff. But uh, people just aren't buying things like they did for 15 years. And that's how we support ourselves, we're just products. So everything was always free. Now it's just not working. So we need, want, what's the word? Need, want, desire, require your financial support to continue doing our thing. It's just the way the world is working right now. And I think it'd be a good idea if you consider sending us 10 or 20 bucks a month. Why would I say that? Because we think that we're, well, I know I'm doing everything I can to give you as much value as I can with our research and the people. Um, so if you think it's valuable, you're watching on BitChute, you should, Exchange a little value. It doesn't, you know, five bucks or whatever you want to do. Right under the video, you will see a three links. One is to the donation tab on BitChute. Click on that puppy. You can donate a one-off deal or you can do a monthly thing for whatever you can afford. If your uncle is Charlie Munger or, or you know, Warren Buffett, do a thousand a month. Just kidding. And then... Um, also, our website that Adam talked about, One Radio Network, we have 15 years of archives, great shows, all kinds of stuff, no charge, all free, but pay for it. You know, exchange something for it. It's just energy. Money, it doesn't exist. It's just, it's just energy. So, share it. So, that's my story, Morning Glory. I will see you on Friday. We always take Thursdays off. And, uh, uh, Hannah should be back. She was on vacation. My good friend Hannah Banana. She's great. And we'll have a good time and we'll talk about stuff. Let me know if I can help with anything. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com Don't forget, sauna or sulfur is on sale. Biggest sale we've ever had. So if you always wanted to try it or you want to stock up, go to OneRadioNetwork.com, click on the sulfur ad, and you'll get 25% off automatically. No promo code. Hi, kids. I love you. Uh, may the blessings be. Thank you. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. <laughs>